afternoon, good morning. Uh, I think it's 11.30, so good morning, Fempreneurs. Um, Caitlin is joining me right now from sunny California. She has been at Facebook for 10 years, over 10 years. She's gonna join us today. I've got some really fun questions to ask her. Um, she about how to do a better job of your social media marketing. She's gonna tell her story. Hey, Caitlin. Um, yeah, and so Caitlin's gonna talk about her story, about her career at Facebook, about her passion for helping female entrepreneurs succeed. Um, hi, Caitlin. <laughs> Please tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of the day-to-day -day world that you live in working at Facebook and being a mom and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, hi, everyone. I'm Caitlin Lacey, and I lead the Emerging Platforms business marketing team at Facebook where, as, as Lindsay said, I've been for, for over 10 years of my career. Day-to-day um, -day life, uh, I'm a mom of two little girls, so raising strong-willed women uh, for the next generation to kind of take over. And um, yeah, exactly, yes. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I work on augmented reality and virtual reality in my day-to-day, -day, so this is not too dissimilar from how I spend a lot of my time, just video chats and things like that. Um, specifically, I, I focus now on helping businesses understand the magic of augmented reality and virtual reality and how these technologies and platforms can really deeper, more meaningful with their customers. Um, so a, a day in the life is normally um, a lot of writing, a lot of meetings, um, brainstorming, and really just trying to break down these complicated technologies in a way that help people understand that they're really, really cool and useful. Wow, that's a lot. And um, you, yeah, you're a mom of two little girls. You've been at Facebook for 10 years. Um, I want to know a little bit more about your, um, well, I know day to day you work with this augmented, re augmented reality thing because you were filling me in on that a few minutes ago in our little prep chat. So what is augmented reality and why is Facebook kind of going in that direction and what will that look like for say you and me doing this, you know, two, three, four years from now? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so augmented reality, for those who aren't super familiar with the name, is actually similar to the stickers or the GIFs that you might use in Instagram stories. Laying something on top of the physical world, that digital kind of image or picture or video, that's augmented reality. So you're probably using it every single day, even if you may not understand the terminology. Um, another great example of augmented reality is those face effects or face filters that you add on, or as my four-year-old loves, the little stickers that you can stick on your head and it does a quiz, that interactivity. Mm -hmm. That's, that's augmented reality. Um, as far as why we kind of are going in this direction, um, I see augmented reality and virtual reality as these really deep, um, immersive opportunities to engage with people. They make video more fun, right? If, you, if you've ever um, gotten to experience the portal uh, product from Facebook, it allows for hands-free video calling. Uh, and there's an application called Storytime within that. And my, my parents use it with my girls to tell them stories, Little Red Riding Hood. Um, there's some Dr. Seuss as well on there. Uh, and basically allows you to kind of put yourself into the story and read the story online, um, but have interactivity for the girls to kind of take and, and use as well. Um, and so Facebook really believes in this connection and this building, you know, bringing the world more uh, closer together. Um, that's part of our mission. And I, I believe that augmented reality and virtual reality are going to enable that sense of being together, even when you can't be. Um, so in the future, Lindsay, if you and I stay in touch and continue to do these with each other every year, um, there yeah. might be 
future where instead of staring at a 2D phone like this and looking passively through a lens, we'll both don some AR glasses or a virtual reality headset. Um, and you'll be sitting in your living room and I'll be sitting in mine. And next to each other, there'll be an empty chair. And yet once these glasses are on, it'll seem like I'm right next to you sipping a cup of tea. Wow, way to go Facebook for making that a thing. Like that is so cool. I mean, I'm sure there's people doing that all over the world, but that is really cool that it's it's going that way and that we can literally put on some glasses and feel like we're sitting right next to each other. That is just unreal, the technology that's out there. And what a cool job that you have to be able to research all of that and, and bring your findings back to the table. So it looks like you're working from home. How has your life kind of changed over the last couple of years? Um, you know, it's changed a lot. Um, I, I gave birth to my daughter, Leah, at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so I haven't been in the office since, you know, February of, of 2020. Um, but what I've actually loved about this transition is is getting to be a little bit more present at home. Um, you know, my office is here in, in my house and my girls are just outside. Um, but uh, it's allowed for me to kind of use the technology too at home, augmented reality, virtual reality, to stay connected with friends and, and family, um, while also getting to watch my daughters grow. Um, so I, I can't really complain. My commute's about two minutes from, from bedroom to office. Um, and <laughs> snuggles and, and hugs um, at break time and lunchtime. So I'm, I feel mm -hmm. able to do this from home. That's fantastic. Good for you. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about um, just, I guess, your passion to help female business owners succeed. You you have two daughters. Um, like, you, you started working with business. Like, tell us kind of the transition. Like, yeah. Um, so I, I actually, I was thinking more about it after, after we were talking before, Lindsay. And um, I have had really strong female leaders in my life for a very long time. Um, and it actually did, I want to say, back before I ever entered the, entered the corporate world, um, I worked for a restaurant in San Francisco called Umami. And it was run by men, it was owned by men, but they hired incredibly powerful, strong female staff members. Um, and I was a bartender and I trained with, with female bartenders and, and um, they that community of women really instilled in me um, this, this desire to help and lift each other and everyone around me. Um, all of those women are, are now leaders at Dropbox, um, at Possible Foods. They've worked at Tesla. Um, they've traveled the world. They're incredible powerhouse people. Um, and we all just had fun together for, for a few years, um, bartending in San Francisco. Um, and so that's, you know, where we start. And, and actually, one of them has gone on to create her own business down in Southern California and, and watching her use Instagram and use Facebook um, to build her community and build her business has just been a really, really awesome um, experience. So shout out to Corey uh, in, uh, in Southern California for that. That is fantastic. And yeah, I mean, you're familiar with my book that just came out. But for those of you watching who are not, like everything you're saying right now is the myth. Like I'm trying to keep spreading the message that you're talking about, like busting the myth that groups of women are full of bitchiness and drama because it's just not true. And, you know, women coming together to help each other succeed is actually more common than we realize. And when we, uh, when we actually go out there and we spread that message intentionally, it has such a huge ripple effect. So thank you for sharing that story and for being here today, sharing um, lots about you and what you're up to with all these female entrepreneurs who follow YYC Fempreneurs here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And you are in Fremont, California? Yes, Fremont, California. It's, uh, it's about it's away from the Menlo Park campus that Facebook has here in California, North, North Bay. 
Okay, awesome. And so you probably don't have to go to the main campus very often, though, right? Like you're pretty comfy at home there. Um, I'm yeah, we've pushed back our open date for our offices here in the Bay Area to January. So I'll be home. For oh. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. Gotcha. Okay, so um, I really want to talk about the boost stuff. So I was saying to you earlier that um, one of the kind of advanced marketing techniques that I um, that I talk to my grads about for the graduates from Fempreneur Marketing School is looking back on their last two weeks of Instagram posts and finding something that's done really well organically, which is usually a picture or video that has nothing to do with business, which goes back to what you said. You know, people love to follow brands that are real and raw that they can relate to and how better to portray that image of who you are and what your brand is than to show them your life and what you actually are up to and not just ads of what your product or service is all the time. So um, that purpose-driven marketing thing that you were talking about, do you want to talk a little bit more about that before we kind of go into your boosting tips and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, Lindsay and I were chatting a little bit about my time with Instagram and, and I helped kind of lead the small business marketing for Instagram starting around 2016 until about 2018. Um, and in my time with Instagram, uh, I got to tell the stories of entrepreneurs, both male and female, who were using the platform to turn a personal passion into a profession. Um, you know, hustle to household income, I think was another tagline that we had. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and um, during that time, I met some incredible women who, who were just doing what they loved every day, but making money off of it as they should, right? It's their, it's their yeah. investment and their energy and their love. Um, and what I loved about the advanced marketing tip there is that it really did come down to you find the people who can appreciate your, your time and your investment when you start sharing about why you're creating what you're creating. And, and I think mm -hmm. about Shout out to, to Pei in Austin, Texas. She owns the Papercraft Pantry. I think I'm getting that right. I, I'm seeing P&P &P, uh, in my head. Um, yeah. And Paper and Craft Pantry uh, actually leveraged community in a really brilliant way. They used to have, they still do, but they had um, a workshop uh, space in their retail store. They do um, craft and, and paper supplies um, and pens, really magical pens. And she would bring in other um, community leaders who had other talents into their workshop space. Um, and we told the story of how she worked with a, uh, a baker, um, Melissa, mm -hmm. name, and she brought in cookies for everyone to learn how to decorate really elaborately and beautifully. So she mm -hmm. her workshop, workshop space in a way with another female entrepreneur and brought in people for these events. And that's how they both gained new customers, but also um, drove community and, and really inspired a lot of artistic creativity as well. Um, and Pei often shares pieces about her life. She talks about her daughter. She talks about her husband. She talks about her store and the women who work with her. Um, and through the pandemic, they were a completely retail-based store prior to the pandemic. And they had to shift everything overnight online so that they could stay. Mm -hmm. um, and I just shout out to them. They just did a 400 orders, I think, in like a day or a weekend or something like that, which just would have been non-existent before the pandemic. And, and Pei um, is absolutely one of those female leaders that I got to know and, and admire from afar now. Um, and I stay up to date with her. And um, there's just so many opportunities for you to share why you do what you do every day and why you love it. And I think that those are the moments in time when people really start to embrace your brand um, and stay focused on, on what you can offer to them as well. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's so cool. And I'm just thinking back to a story last week during our marketing school session. Um, one of the girls that's in the school right now, her name is Logan. She's a mortgage broker. She just recently decided to get comfy with sharing some of her personal life on her business Instagram page, which she previously thought was kind of a no-no. She posted a picture of her vehicle and they have one of those tents that goes on top of the vehicle and like her, just her camping trip. And she had insane engagement on that post and just tons and tons of likes and comments on it. She was like, whoa, <laughs> she was kind of like, oh, so now I see like when I kind of share who I am and why I do what I do. And, you know, the people that are avid campers are probably more likely to work with me because they know we have that in common. And yeah, so it's just that that reality, um, that reality check that we are still humans and we're not just a business on Instagram. We need to be humans doing fun things. And um, yeah, so do you want to talk more about um, some of your tech tips or just some of your posting tips for female entrepreneurs? Yeah, um, get play with it um, and, and let your audience know that too, right? It's okay to be learning alongside. Yeah. Um, we always uh, did the rainbow text tri trick. I don't know if that's still a thing with Instagram stories, but you can actually like change your text into a rainbow without individually changing. Maybe I'll send you the screenshot for that afterwards, Lindsay. Yeah, wow. Your team. Um, it makes stories really fun and colorful, as you can see. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for, for, um, businesses who, who want to engage their community, ask a lot of questions, um, mm -hmm. ask what they want to see from your business too. Like in a mortgage lending situation, if, if she's sharing tips around how to think about mortgage lending, um, what, what do their audiences want to know? What, what, what are they confused about? Or, um, where do they want to see themselves in five or 10 years with, with future investments? Um, that's kind of the thing that I would love to do. And, and as some of the best Instagram accounts that I follow really do leverage that tactic of posting a question in stories open-ended and just saying like, Hey, what do you want to know about? Um, the other thing I would say is consistency. So, um, I don't want to say over map out your schedule or over schedule yourself, but have a consistent day where you do lives um, or you do questions just so people know kind of when to come back for the content that they're most engaging with. Okay. Wow. That is awesome. That is really awesome. Um, I think, I think, yeah, to your point about the face or the Facebook and Instagram lives and having that live question and answer going on, I think is really uh, been a key to the success of the YYC Fempreneurs and a big part of the reason why we've managed to spiderweb out so far to so many women. It's because um, there's just lots of Instagram lives going on. And the podcast has, of course, enabled um, enabled that to go down a completely different channel. Of course, the audio versus, the, you know, there's people that aren't even on Instagram that um, come onto Instagram because they hear on the podcast that like, and they think they might be missing out on some fun things. So they get on Instagram. And it's, so yeah, it's really cool to, to, like you said, to incorporate the questions into the business. I know for me, that's actually one of the things we're working on right now in marketing school. It's one of the beginning foundational steps that we work through because I know when I started my business, as a financial consultant, I thought when you ask a lot of questions, you seem like you don't know what you're doing, which is totally not true at all. Um, it seems like you really care and like you're really curious and like you really want to help people. So I, I, I agree with what Caitlin's saying, lean away from that kind of know-it-all hammering them with facts type of posting and lean into the questions and the stories. I, I've heard lots of stats and I've seen some things too that stories are viewed a lot more than the, the feed or the timeline. Is that true? I don't actually know. Um, I, I wouldn't be the right person to ask about that, but <laughs> it's a little mix, right? Like sometimes I will go through stories because 
it's it's a quick win, right? Like I can go through and maybe see a number of different stories in, in a few seconds if I have a mental break time. Um, whereas feed, I always feel like there's usually a story behind, right? There's usually a longer caption. Um, so maybe that's the difference between posting strategy too. Of stories is definitely more behind the scenes. It's quick content. It's easily digestible versus a post in feed, which is maybe a larger story based on you know either video content or um, or static image. And there's also reels, which is a new thing. Yeah. I'm also not as familiar with because I haven't actually been working on Instagram for a few years. Um, but reels seem like really fun too. So would recommend checking that out. Yeah, we're having fun with those um, for sure. With a lot of my marketing school grads, that's kind of another one of those advanced things. I don't want to overwhelm my noobs with that kind of stuff. But once they have the foundation, it's like, okay, now let's take this to another level, ladies. <laughs> and yeah, reels are so fun. I love how reels go out to people that don't follow you. Like it's such a win. Like it's such a win-win for you to fight through that little bit of discomfort of not knowing what you're doing, creating a reel to get to get out there in front of people that don't follow you. Like you just don't get that for free in the marketing world. You know, I love it cool. too. Just, I, I think at least me as a woman, I feel like I have to have all of the information all of the time in order mm -hmm. to, you know, a statement or make a guess or something like that. Because if I don't have all the information and someone asks me a follow-up question and I have to say, I don't know, that makes me uncomfortable. Right. It's that controlling tendency of myself. Um, mm -hmm. But it, not know and it's okay to learn and I would really encourage all of all of your watchers to just embrace the unknown and, and get comfortable with that because you can really discover a lot of cool things yes absolutely I don't want to keep you past uh, the amount of time that you have I shut off my computer I don't even know what time it is how much more time do you have oh, we have only got like another eight minutes not even <laughs> yeah you have another meeting to get to. Um, just really appreciate you doing this. Um, it's so cool to talk to someone who works with so many female entrepreneurs and who um, is passionate about, you know, creating solutions for them. And is there anything coming up at Facebook, kind of like that summit that you and I connected at last year? Is there anything like that coming up that we should mark our calendars? Um, you know, I don't have the dates in front of me, but if you if you search for Facebook Boost, um, there are lots of small business opportunities throughout the year. Um, we have a very, very large small business marketing team who focuses entirely on the small business space. So definitely uh, research. There's actually a um, small business hub on Facebook for business, um, specifically targeting small business owners to kind of help understand what are what are the opportunities now and in the world. Um, and if you connect with that group, there's a, a Facebook group as well listed on that page. Um, you should be able to get updates and, and newsletters and things like that. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you again so much for taking the time to just share some of your knowledge and um, some of your story. All right, Fempreneurs, wasn't that a fantastic interview with Caitlin? Uh, I just want to really remind you the importance of connecting with other female entrepreneurs. There are so many opportunities all the time to connect with other female entrepreneurs. Um, and so do keep an eye out on the Facebook Business Hub for other opportunities like the one where I met Caitlin. It was about a year ago and I was at the, the Facebook Business uh, Boost event for female entrepreneurs and that's where I got to see Caitlin speak and, uh, and you know, I just reached out to her on LinkedIn and sent her a message and I was like, hey, I'm just, I'm on the Boost event right now through Facebook and I am watching you um, speak to this group and I'm just really you know, excited to be able to connect with you on LinkedIn and, and hopefully interview you for my podcast down the road sometime. Would you be interested in that? And she was, you know, graciously um, willing to do that. So I do encourage you to do that because marketing is simply that it is having conversations with the right people. 
If you're not turning your marketing efforts into conversations with the right people, then in my opinion, and by definition in the in Fembrenner Marketing School, you're not marketing. You're not marketing if you're not opening real conversations with real human beings. If you want help doing more of that, check out Fembrenner Marketing School. Our next class, class number 17, starts in November 2021. And you can register for that at yycfemprinters.com. Uh, if you're listening to this before September 30th, 2021, I hope to see you downtown Calgary, Alberta, Canada at our event. We are doing <clears throat> a launch party for my third book that just came out called We Should Be Friends. It's a story, a collection of stories and the tried and true strategies that I've implemented to build the YYC Fempreneur community, which is a com community of hundreds and hundreds of women, female entrepreneurs who are supporting one another, who are taking those additional steps to really reach out to each other and show each other they care, um, sharing the tips and tricks that are working for them in their business, all of that. So that knowledge and the life stories that I've experienced that sort of drove me to building this community. It's all in that new book. So we're celebrating the launch of that new book on September 30th. It's also going to be an excellent networking opportunity. There will be actually speed dating as part of the evening. So speed dating is where you do five one-on-one -on -one, uh, sort of dates or introductory conversations. So you get to have those five one-on-ones. Um, we're also going to do some open mic stuff. So you're going to um, possibly going to get going to get to introduce yourself and your business to the whole room and there will be food there will be lots of door prizes it's going to be a fun evening would love to see you there um, but if you missed it definitely check out Femprinter Marketing School that's a great way to connect live in person on a virtual video platform with other women entrepreneurs and build your marketing skills together with them and with me uh, can't wait to meet you if I haven't met you before you can find out everything you need to know about everything I've talked to you about today and more. We've also got a directory um, and there's lots of uh, free marketing tips and strategies right on the website. So go check out yycfempreneurs.com. I'm Lindsay Berry and I look forward to seeing you back here every week for another episode of the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast. Bye for now.